words on water. Welcome to Words on Water, a podcast from the Water Environment Federation. This is the host, Travis Loop. We at WEF have a really exciting new platform to talk to you all about. It's called Access Water. For this conversation, I'm joined by two of my colleagues, Lorna Ernst, Senior Director of Publishing. Lorna, how are you doing? Doing very well. Thanks, Thanks, Travis. Travis. Good. And joined by Andy Kale. She is Senior Manager of Publishing. Andy, how are you? Good. Good. So Access Water, instead of me describing it, I will let you all do it. Uh, Lorna, what is Access Water? Access Water organizes information and technical content that's critical to the water sector into a single central location. So using Access Water, you can safely and remotely access a growing library of, at this time, almost 20,000 pieces of content And you can do that anytime, anywhere, and on any device. And that has become critical since the onset of the recent pandemic. Um, It includes conference proceedings, fact sheets, technical reports, books, magazine articles, um, compilations. We make compilations of different types of content on topics that are important to users, like PFAS was the first one that we introduced. Um, And it will soon include webcasts, podcasts, and more. Um, and you can also, oh, go ahead. No, let's get you, get you go ahead. No problem. Um, so on the platform, you also gain access to features like social sharing, content personalization, and access waters discuss tool. So you can search site, write, share, discuss, and learn all within one powerful tool. And we will be adding new content regularly to the site. So users can stay current. Um, you can pay as you go, purchasing and using technical content as you need it, or you can become a subscriber and have access to all 20,000 pieces of content and get full use of the many features of the platform. Um, and it's for every type of water professional and for students and for professors. It's also the ideal solution for utilities and corporations, academic libraries, um, really any organization that would benefit from the ability to unify their reference databases, e-magazine subscriptions, e-books, and digital library assets into a single central platform. Um, For employees, it streamlines the search process and it provides unique ways to interact with the content and collaborate with colleagues. And there's subscription options to suit any size of organization, ranging from the largest firms to the smallest labs. Um, What's important to note is that it's not just another place to find technical content. It's a powerful tool that lets you access it and engage with it in new ways um, so that it can increase the application to your specific needs. And anyone in the water sector should go take a look. It's at accesswater.org. Fantastic. Um, I want to dive a little bit more into like the value of the platform and what members get and how it might evolve. Um, You know, how is this really different from from how content was provided in the past? You know, what's the value of having it on this this new Access Water platform? Andy, do you want to talk about that? Sure. So um, Lorna touched on a lot of this, but basically, again, it's a it's a central location um, for all of our content. 
And really, we say that we've moved a lot of content that we've already created onto the platform um, with our proceedings. We go back to the year 2000. So, and we plan to actually bring content that we've previously created um, onto the platform. Uh, plus everything that we are now creating, we can move to the platform. But the real value comes in how you can use that content. First, in just how you discover it, how you search for it. Um, you can sort by author, content type, keyword, subject area, title, the publication year. I mean, just about anything you can think of, you can search by. So for people that may remember, um, hey, I saw this in WENT, but I don't remember exactly what year or what um, the title was just starting your search will start to filter results and then you can more easily find what you're looking for. So in the past, you may have seen content on WEF.org or somewhere else, but you couldn't find it once you wanted to go back and use it because you couldn't remember specifics. This really helps you. It's a very powerful filtering tool. And I think, again, Lorna mentioned that it is a tool. It is not just another place to find content. Um, it really is how you can then um, find the content that you're looking for, but then use that content. Um, it allows you to do things like cite your content. So for people that are writing papers or um, using this in research, you have an easy way to, to um, cite it. You can bookmark content. You can add notes to content. Um, you can even within your own personal library create um, folders. So first you can add things to your own little personal library. But from there, you can create folders. So it's a nice way to organize the content once you've found it. Um, you get to collaborate with colleagues, other people on the platform in that you, within the discussion tool, you can post questions or give feedback. And then you just start a discussion and you learn even more from what you've um, experienced with the content. Um, it's just a great way to make what was once somewhat static content a lot more dynamic. Um, so that's a, a real value in this. I think the other thing to mention is it's available 24-7, 365 days a year from anywhere, again, on any device. So that makes it so much more powerful just in that. Um, for the techies out there, it's built on uh, XML. So it just, again, makes it that much more of a uh, way to get through the content, to search the content, to utilize the content and um, you know, just make it exponentially more valuable than what it was before. Oh, fantastic. Lorna, you mentioned that uh, some of the different audiences for this, I wonder if you could, could just kind of talk about that a little bit more and especially the audience of, of WEF members themselves, just how, how access works for different groups like that. Okay. Um, yeah, as I said, it really is for anyone in the water sector. Um, because Access Water is powered by WEF, WEF members will receive a discount on the subscription, and they also have complimentary access to the WEF Conference Proceedings Archive and fact sheets, select technical reports, and some other content. Um, from time to time, we'll just make content available, either freely available to WEF members or to anyone in the water sector. Um, recently, we made a biological hazards chapter from WEF's Safety, Health, and Security Manual uh, freely available to anyone to help water professionals during the pandemic. Um, so we will identify content at various times and just make it freely available. Um, single sign-on allows WEF members to easily access the content on Access Water if they're logged into WEF.org or vice versa. Um, but it's it's really suited for 
um, again, people in an academic setting, corporations, um, large consulting firms would really benefit from having a subscription to Access Water so that their teams can be working and collaborating together on this platform all over the world anytime they need to. Um, so it's, it's um, really for anyone, uh, but we are happy to ensure that WEF members receive some special benefits associated with it. Awesome. It's, it's already a very robust tool, like you've described, with you know about 20,000 pieces of content, all this different content, ability to, to search it and access it. But what are the plans for the future? How do you uh, see it evolving and expanding? Yeah. Well, so beyond just, again, bringing in um, past content that we've created, as well as like new content and even looking for um, new opportunities, like, for example, Lorna mentioned the webcast and even this podcast, which will be really great. It's even how they can um, utilize that search on it. But really, some of the features that we want to um, continue to add come down to some of the filtering options. So, um, for example, job function, um, what specific challenges where you are in your job, being able to add more of those filters is something we really want to focus on in the next year and beyond. Um, With this now launched and getting feedback from customers, we're actually even coming up with Uh, Some ideas that we didn't think of uh, by looking at how our customers are using it, what their current challenges are, what their needs are, even around this pandemic, knowing ways that this is revealing some new opportunities for how we could be more digitally first with some of our help our customers. Um, But beyond that, some of the things that we want to do, and we actually got these ideas from some of the other customers that use the Librios platform, which is what Access Water is built on. Yale is one of those customers, Simon & Schuster is one of those customers, and um, other ones that are really large. So one of the things uh, one of the Librios customers is doing is taking um, the content and building compliance checklist that can be delivered to their employees out in the field immediately. So if they're in the middle of doing something that is very specific and, you know, sometimes they don't remember every little piece of it, they can have a compliance checklist at their fingertips. So we want to look at what that um, application could be for our members. Um, Yale is using it to help search by like graphs, pictures, images, figures, tables. We want to apply that same kind of ability because sometimes in the water sector, you just, you need a graph, you need an image, you need something that will visually tell a story. So now you can search on that specifically. Um, We also are looking at making interactive tables and charts to help our customers. Really just anything and everything that we can find that's either being done already, that our customers are going to tell us that they would like to see this do, or things that we discover, because we're regularly looking for Uh, different ideas on what other um, industries are doing or what other similar platforms are doing so that we can um, apply those to the to the access water platform fantastic Uh, in closing could could you just recap uh, how people get to the platform what you suggest they do when they get there just to kind of get started and uh, and just to give that information out to folks Sure. I don't know if Lorna, if she'll, I'll let her have the closing statement, but I would say the very first thing to do is to visit accesswater.org. You'll see that there's an explore content area. I would start there just because, again, it'll really give you a perspective of what's in there, um, how the platform works, and then even test it out for your own specific need. Um, Look at compilations. The compilations are something that we've put together that we feel best um, speak to a topic area. 
Um, then check out the subscription. I don't think we really touched on just how much with the subscription. You pretty much get everything that's in the platform. There are some exceptions, but for the most part, it gives you access to everything you need content-wise, but also all the features and functions. No matter if you get something for free as a member on the platform or you pay to get access to content, the features and functions are always available. Um, so I would say start out at accesswater.org and play around with it. You can always um, email us. We're happy to answer any specific questions that you may have. Um, so that that's my, my recommendation. Great. Any last words uh, or points you want to make about Access Water, Lorna? Yeah, I think just that, you know, technology like this allows us all to work differently. Um, and during this pandemic, we've all been moving in that direction anyway. Um, it, it sort of answers that same kind of need that, you know, you need to work from anywhere at various times and people are in different time zones. And corporations are international in nature. They'll have offices all over the world. And I just think that being able to have all of the content that you need at your fingertips wherever you are is going to become essential. Um, we just don't have offices with books on the shelf the way that we used to, that sort of thing. And um, the ability to use the content, um, to customize your library and that sort of thing is, is really important. And I'm very excited to see such a large repository of technical content and we're going to be adding hundreds of pieces a year if not thousands so you know this will be a rapidly growing platform and um, we really are interested in hearing feedback from folks when they do go to access water and check it out we'd love to hear from you um, and we hope that it meets our um, constituents needs Fantastic. Lorna and Andy, it was awesome awesome to talk to you both about this uh, Access Water. Again, people should just go check it out, accesswater.org. So much information on there, really just like the leading source in the water sector. So thanks to you both. Thank you, Travis. Thank you. Words on water.